Well, hey, I'm Todd, and I want to welcome you to another reading of the Bible. We are jumping back into Acts chapter 16, verse 26. And to set the stage, reminder, Paul and Silas are locked up in the inner dungeon with their feet in the stockades, and it's midnight, and they are, they should be just whining and complaining and totally miserable after being beaten, and yet they're praising God, and they're praying, and all the people around them are listening, and I believe God honors this. I believe God honors this moment because the next verse, it's only explainable by God. There's no other way all of these things could have happened just by coincidence. So listen to verse 26. Suddenly, there was a massive earthquake, and the prison was shaken to its foundations. All the doors immediately flew open, and the chains of every prisoner fell off. Okay, so let's say you're a prisoner. And all of the uh, chains just opened, all of the doors opened, the prison shook, you knew all the guards were knocked down. What is the first thing you're going to do? Yeah, you're going to get up and run. I mean, you're going to run out of there. You might grab a sword and try to kill some people on the way out, but you're getting out of there, right? That's what you're doing. Every prisoner, every prison break movie starts with something like this happening, an opportunity for you to get free. And so if you're the jailer, you have to assume that's what happened. Verse 27, the jailer woke up to see the prison doors wide open. He assumed the prisoners had escaped, so he drew his sword to kill himself. Now, in a Roman uh, officer, if you uh, were in charge of a prisoner and that prisoner got away, then you had to get the punishment that they deserved. And if you're in the inner dungeon, that pretty well means that you were going to get death. And so Paul and Silas were as good as dead. This guy assumed he's as good as dead. Verse 28. But Paul shouted to him, stop, don't kill yourself. We're all here. Now, how crazy is that? Paul could have just sat there and just watched this guy kill himself, and then he would have had a clear track right out of the prison. Wouldn't even have had to worry about trying to sneak around. I mean, if the guards are all dead, you can just walk right out. And he could have taken all the prisoners with him. I mean, if you want to spin it on a positive, he could have taken the prisoners. He could have converted them. And, you know, think of all the missionary work he could have done. If only this guard had killed himself. Well, instead, Paul says, don't do that because he knows that's not God's plan for anyone. Suicide is never a plan for anyone. And so Paul stops him. He says, stop, don't kill yourself. We're all here. The jailer called for the lights, ran to the dungeon and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. He's trembling because he was as good as dead seconds before. And now he wants to know, what do I do to be really alive? And so he asked this question, and it's a question that if you've never asked yourself or you've never answered for yourself, we're going to hear the answer in a second. It says, then he brought them out and asked, sirs, what must I do to be saved? Paul replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved along with everyone in your household. So if you want to know what it means to follow Jesus, if you want to know how to be saved, how to have new life, how to be redeemed, how to be rescued, how to be born again, however you want to say it, he says, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. Verse 32, and then Paul shared the word of the Lord with with him and with all who lived in his household. Even at that hour of the night, the jailer cared for them and washed their wounds. Then he and everyone in his household were immediately baptized. He brought them into his house, and he set a meal before them. And he and his entire household rejoiced, because they believed in the Lord. This jailer was as good as dead. 
and now he's fully alive. He has been completely redeemed, completely restored. Now, there may be physical consequences from the Romans because he took these guys out or because of what happened at the jail. But spiritually, he is completely redeemed. And that's amazing. And he's so happy, in fact, that he rejoices. He gathers his entire family around. And even in the middle of the night, he goes and finds water and he gets baptized. Uh, If you've ever wondered when you should get baptized or why you should get baptized, just read the book of Acts. The entire thing is full of people giving their life to Jesus and then immediately going and getting immersed in water to symbolize what's already happened in their heart. And so with each of us today, I want to challenge us to be more like this jailer, to be ready to hear the word of the Lord, and then to rejoice and be excited to share it with everybody around us, everybody in our household. This is something that God can do miraculous transformations. So why don't we uh, be ready for the miraculous, be excited and rejoice in it? Let's pray. God, you are a God of love and and caring. You are a God of of uh, power and might, and you use that to help us draw closer to you. And I praise you that this jailer gave his life to Christ. I pray that each one of us would have given our lives to Christ and that we would live in our, our lives in a way that people would draw closer to you. God, I thank you for your son. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.